a production of WordSouth, a content marketing company. Story Connect, the podcast, helping communicators discover ideas to shape their stories and connect with their customers. What are the twists and turns that communicators face on their way to the general manager's office? That's what we'll be talking about on this episode of Story Connect Podcast. My name is Andy Johns, your host, and I'm joined on this episode by Scott Peters, who is the general manager and CEO of Columbia REA. Thanks for joining me. You're very welcome, Andy. We are recording uh, this episode as well from the NIC uh, conference in Portland, the NWPPA, the epicenter of utility communications uh, for this week. And uh, so again, like we normally say, any background noise is really just ambiance uh, more so than any of that. So Because communicators don't like to talk and don't have loud voices and... It's a little bit of a rowdy group. You know, I, I've learned that. This is my first Nick, and uh, I have learned that in a couple of days. A little bit rowdy. Yeah, it's a good group, though. I've been involved with this group for, oh boy, lots of years. Yeah, it sure seems to be. A lot of fun, a lot of, uh, a lot of camaraderie, and everybody's just happy to see other people after being cooped up for a little, yeah, little while. Yeah, down. Yep. Full disclosure, Scott is also on the board for Pioneer Utility Resources, so I just want to get that out of the way. But Scott, um, like I said when I was talking to Libby on the previous episode, some of the most popular episodes we've ever recorded in the 200 plus uh, that we've done on here have been the ones where we talk to a couple of communicators who have have transitioned and, and moved up the chain to be general manager or CEO. And so when I saw your topic today, um, uh, crossing the bridge from Nick Chair to Utility GM, uh, I wanted to be sure to get both you and Libby on uh, to talk because you have made that journey. Yes. And a great journey it has been. Uh, it's, it's been a wild ride and I'm, I'm loving it every day still. Well, let's go back kind of big picture first and, and talk about, um, generally speaking, it's my perception uh, that traditionally the general manager role is filled by somebody who comes up, usually engineering or accounting and finance. But we're seeing a little more um, lately where it's a communicator that gets the opportunity to step into that role. Do you feel like that's a, an accurate uh, perception? I, I think that's absolutely an accurate perception. But but I think why it's changed is um, the, the world is changing and, and people are realizing the value of communications and soft skills and, and building relationships. And, you know, I've got some fantastic folks that work for me that are accountants and engineers and things like that. Um, they're not always the best at relationships. And, and that's a stumbling block. Whereas... If I can build a relationship and I can talk to you and I can communicate and pull people together, I can get past the technical stuff. That's that's easy to fix. Got it. And that leads into my next question is, do you think you can tell the difference uh, in an organization or, or how how are they different? An organization that's led by a communicator versus an organization. And, and, and I don't mean to start any fights with, with accounting or, or engineering or anybody else, but what do you think are some of the differences of an organization led by a communicator? I think that an organization led by a communicator has uh, uh, more teamwork, more camaraderie. People feel a part of the organization. They don't think they're silos um, because I've been in organizations that were led by folks that had their PE or, or whatever else. And, and 
the communicators naturally try to break down those barriers and, and bring people together and they value everybody's opinion. Um, and an accountant doesn't always do that. I can understand that. What do you think, uh, and let's get into it, uh, your journey in particular, um, you know, what are some things that, uh, well, I guess to start is, is being general manager or being CEO, is this something that you had had your eye on for a long time? Something that only kind of once the opportunity presented itself, you went after or, or tell me about that journey. So, so we talked about it in the, the breakout session, but, but I got a business degree, marketing economics, um, immediately started off the world in management. I mean, my very first job out of college was as a manager. I enjoyed that. Um, and from, you know, the day I got out of college, it was progressively responsible. And when I came to Columbia REA interviewing for the communications manager position and the CEO says, what questions do you have? I said, you know, my next position after this, I want to be as a CEO general manager. Will you help me do that? You know, and, and we had a frank conversation in the interview about what his plans were and what he could offer. And, and you know, obviously you can never promise anybody the job, sure. But, sure. but he was very supportive of me. What do you think is something that you have seen um, other communicators do? Um, you know, Libby kind of told her story and, uh, you know, you guys had the session there. But what are some things you've seen other communicators do to kind of get get the attention and kind of whatever it is of that, that you know, being labeled as, as upper management material? You know, I think, unfortunately, in our industry, there are bad things that happen, whether they're big outages, whether they're accidents where somebody gets hurt. Um, and, and anytime there's a tragedy, the communicator needs to shine. They're, they're the folks that spend the time developing the plans and, and helping do those things. And, and so when the, the, the stress is on, the heat is up, whatever you want to say, that's when the communicator uh, rolls out the plan, stays calm, helps make sure everything stays on track. And, and, and I, the, the CEOs notice that, and board members notice that, or PUD commissioners notice that. And I think that's where they really understand the value of somebody in that position. Are there resources or uh, programs, certifications, degrees, any, anything like that along the way uh, that you would suggest to, to folks or that, it, that worked out for you? You know, if you're a cooperative person, the NRECA MIP program, I think, is a fantastic program. Um, I really, that helped round out and, and kind of flesh out the knowledge that I'd been developing over many, many years in the industry. Um, I think that any time that you can serve on a committee or be involved in any other industry group that allows you to build um, relationships outside of your specialty, that you can then call this guy or this girl and say, hey, um, I got a question about this. How are you guys handling this? And, it, and again, it doesn't have to be a calm problem. It's a communication to, and, and you learn then from them. Um, Absolutely. And, and that leads perfectly into my next question. When you have a group like this, and I, I heard people talk about before this conference, the Nick family and the Nick, you know, when you get here, you really kind of see that people really do look forward to this, really look forward to seeing each other, supporting each other. What are some things that, that fellow communicators can do to help uh, folks who are on their journey, you know, climbing the ladder or anything like that? Or are there things that, that 
our peers or uh, peers here at the um, the conference can do to help each other? I think it's like with with any other position you're in, you encourage, you answer questions, you freely share your best ideas. Um, you know, I think I originally got it from from probably Ann Harvey at Touchstone Energy. Admire and acquire. Mm. Um, and and I'm always happy to share anything that's worked. I'm also happy to tell you, hey, listen, I stubbed my toe on that, and and you don't want to make that same mistake. Um, sure. So. Helping build each other up and uh, that sort of thing um, makes sense. So as we're, you mentioned it earlier, um, but folks that come up from the engineering side or that come up from the accounting side have those skills um, there and kind of built in, just like you've got the soft skills like you mentioned. What have you done to kind of bolster those areas? Is that, is that delegation? Is that something you've had to, to take a crash course in uh, along the way? How, how have you filled those gaps? Oh, that, that's, that's definitely a, a crash course along the way to learn the basics and then learning to trust the people that have the expertise. And when the question gets, so, so, so um, a communicator has a knowledge base that's a mile wide and two inches deep. Sure. Most CEOs are that way also. We've got a really broad knowledge base, but you don't have a deep understanding of anything except the area you came up through. Um, so, so, but you've got to understand, you know, when, when somebody says, hey, why is that recloser open? What's going on there? Or why do I see a flicker in my power? Um, you've got to be able to explain those things. You've got to be able to talk about capital credits. Um, so NWPPA Leadership Series helps with that um, because they touch on all sorts of areas of public power. And, and again, MIP does a great job of rounding that out. Um, but yeah, you, you've got to trust the, the, the people that you've hired to do those jobs. Got um, it. Last question for you here. Um, what advice do you have for folks, whether they are just starting off in the industry, you know, brand new a year or two, or whether they've been at it um, 15, 20 years and, and trying to, um, I keep using the phrase, climb the ladder, but somebody who's got their eye on, on moving up into upper management, what advice do you, do you normally give those folks or would you share today? I, I would say get involved. Ask what you can do to help. So if, if you're a communicator, offer to edit the PowerPoint presentation for the engineer before they're going down to the local Rotary Club uh, to do, you know, talk to them about uh, the slide deck shouldn't be full of words, help them with visuals. And, and as you're doing that, you're going to learn a little bit about what they're doing. I think I've seen that slide deck before, actually. You, you have. <laughs> um, get involved in, you know, we talked about the NIC committee. Um, help organize and plan. That, that gives you a chance to test out your leadership skills, your organization skills, um, all, all sorts of things. So, um, and, and then ask, you got to go to your boss and say, I want to do training. I want to uh, learn more and, and don't assume that anybody is going to give you what you want. You've got to advocate for yourself. You've got to make sure people understand that you have an interest and desire and think that you can do more, will do more, and then prove that you're going to do it. Excellent. Those are, those are all important steps along the way, and I appreciate you sharing uh, those insights with us. You're very welcome. Happy to do it, Andy. He is Scott Peters, the CEO of Columbia REA. I am Andy Johns, your host. And until we talk again, keep telling your story. 
You've been listening to Story Connect, the podcast, a production of Word South, a content marketing company.